got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. One, two, one, two, three, four. Houston, we have a problem. The price is wrong, bitch. I'll be back. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Oh, and this one time, at band camp, I stuck a flute in my pussy. Allow myself to introduce myself. Well, hey everyone, my name's Tom, and welcome to the inaugural podcast for the Entertainment Mashup. Each week we'll be taking you through the highlights in the world of movies, television and DVDs and hopefully doing it with our own unique style. Each week we're going to be joined by a very special guest host who will provide their comments on the week that was in entertainment. And it's my honour to introduce our very special guest host here on the Entertainment Mashup. If you had a wish list of people you'd like to talk movies with, this man would undoubtedly be right at the top of that list. It's a man I've had the honour of knowing and working with over the last few years, and he's revered as arguably the greatest director of our generation. Responsible for blockbusters including Jaws, Raiders of the Lost Ark, E.T., Schindler's List, War of the Worlds and Munich, to name only a few, I'm honoured to have with me here Mr. Steven Spielberg. Hey Tom, how are you? I'm great Steve, thanks so much for joining us. Now you were telling me off air a moment ago that you've never done a podcast before. Never before, no. Well we're honoured for you to be making your debut on our first ever show here at the Entertainment Mashup. So you're going to hang around and provide some comments as we go? My just learning how to shut my mouth up and let you take it away. Alright, well shut up then and let's kick things off with our review of X-Men 3. Make no mistake, my brothers. The humans will draw first blood. And the air is still, and the night has fallen. There's only one question you must answer. Who will you stand with? The major pharmaceutical company has developed a way to suppress the mutant X gene permanently. They're calling it a cure. So there, in a nutshell, is the plot of X-Men 3, the so-called Last Stand. All of the main actors return once more to brood on the big screen, including bizarrely those that died in the last episode. New additions to the team include Kelsey Grammer playing, believe it or not, Cookie Monster, and Vinnie Jones playing against stereotype as a hard-headed English thug named Juggernaut. It's very rude, you know, to read my thoughts on Mr. Lentures without our permission. Directed by Rennie Harlan, he hasn't created a bad film, but sadly a film that does lag in the shadows of the inspired direction of Brian Singer on the previous two films. Not big on developing characters, Rennie simply throws a bunch of money at the screen in the form of big budget visual effects sequences in the hope that viewers will be so amazed that they'll forget about characters, story, plot, or the fact that they've paid to get in to see this. Oh, Charles. I like this one. For mine, there were just far too many plot points that simply went by unexplained. Including the biggie, how could Jean Grey simply raise from the dead after dying in film two? No one even tries to explain. I can manipulate metal in this, but you, you can do anything. The film also has just too many ideas, that none of them come together to form any sort of cohesion. As this was the last film in the series, although who knows what that means in a world where Police Academy 7 and American Pie 4 exist, it seems that Marvel had all of these characters still lying about down the back of Stan Lee's couch, and decided, quick, we better get them all into this film so that they can appear in the numerous spin-offs coming soon to a video store near you. 
What results is nothing short of a mutant convention. Loads of cool characters who all get about three seconds of screen time. Magneto's got an army out there. You go to war, you might not come home. She might not come home. You ready for that? We're not kids anymore. Hey, I'm not your father. If you want to go, be sure it's what you want. It's time we make our choice. If you're with us, then be with us. The shooting carried with it much speculation of infighting between the female cast members, prompting headlines that Wolverine wasn't the only one with his claws out. We asked Hugh Jackman who was the biggest bitch on set. <laughs> You're going to get me in trouble, dude, right? Um, you, you don't have to use their real names. Uh, was, it was probably going to be a tie between um, probably Storm, Jean Grey and Mystique. So we hear you had to sleep with them all to settle the disputes. Although we also heard that this caused some of them injuries. I'm one of those guys that if I blow, then you don't want to be around kind of thing. So, My God, your poor wife. And how come you didn't sleep with Anna Paquin? She's a real cutie. Because I don't figure life imprisonment would be too much fun. Fair enough. Hard to argue with that. We also heard that Patrick Stewart delayed the start of filming, trying to hold out for more money. When contacted by us, he had only this to say on his contract negotiations. Where's the Aston Martin? Where's the Rolls Royce? Where's the Maserati? Alright Steve, what did you think of X-Men 3? Too many special effects at the sake of character development? It's a means to an end, but it's not supposed to be the end itself. Exactly. Now that there are very few limitations uh, to express what's in our imagination, now we have to save ourselves. We have, we, 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 we have to a, a, a kind of exact a whole new discipline upon ourselves to say uh, how much is enough. And that might be too much. And there you have it. Too much special effects, not enough character development. They wish to cure us. And I say we are the cure. Look at me, G. We can help you. We can fix it. We can make it like it was. Stay with me, please. X-Men 3 The Last Stand gets two and a half unexplained plot points out of five. So, Steve, you mentioned a bizarre event when Rennie Harlan stayed at your house one time? Yeah, he woke me up one night and he said, you're going to see something you'll never forget. It's spectacular. And and did he live up to the spectacular claims? And I just never believed that. And then it happened again. But uh, a year later, he woke me up almost the same time of night, at 2 o'clock in the morning, and he had a smile on his face. And he was nude, and you just don't want to know what he was doing. No. What a bizarre man. Now, to break up the show a little, each episode we're going to provide a brief snippet of something amusing doing the rounds of the internet. This week we've got a snippet of an amazing television event which at the time drew its share of attention, but now that we're in an age of video sharing via the web, it's found a second bizarre life. In 1978, Star Trek's own Captain James T. Kirk, William Shatner, at the height of his, well, I guess you could call it fame, was hosting the annual Science Fiction Film Awards and did what could only be called an amazing, astounding and Shatner-like rendition of the famous Elton John song, Rocket Man. This is the television equivalent of a car crash, ladies and gentlemen. You know it's oh so wrong, but you can't stop listening, and then as soon as it's over, you feel dirty for enjoying listening so much. Go ahead, take a listen, you know you want to. Pack my bags. Last night, pre-flight. Zero hour. 9 a.m. 
And I'm going to be high.
words really do escape me. Uh, the problem with this now is that it's so bad that it's come all the way back around and it's actually popular. Uh, so popular you can actually see a rendition of it from Stewie Griffin on an episode of The Family Guy. Uh, and if you'd like to see the video itself, which features some very high-tech special effects, uh, you can download it on YouTube.com. Alright, now a quick look at the box office charts for this week. At number five, the aptly named Breakup at 9.5 million. You could stay with me. You think I'm going to move out of the place and let her keep it? I don't know. I'm not Columbo. Number four, the poorly reviewing Lake House at 13.7 million. I never felt that way when I lived at the Lake House. It's the one place I felt most like my true self. Number three, the third film in the Fast and the Furious franchise, Tokyo Drift, 24.1 million. When you drift, if you ain't out of control, you ain't in control. Number two, Nacho Libre with Jack Black at 27.5 million. Yes, he's through. I am Nacho. Maybe you've seen me on TV. And number one, the Pixar film Cars, 31.2 million. How do they do it? No, I'm happy! Okay, well, before we wrap up our first ever episode of the Entertainment Mashup, Steve, let me just firstly thank you for spending some time with us today and tell us what are you working on next. I've actually applied to NASA to uh, be among the first uh, civilians to fly the shuttle. Really? And what does that involve? If you are accepted, you have to train and give yourself to NASA for about four to five months and you become an employee of theirs. And I would have to stop making movies for a while and just do that, which I would, I would accept. Well, there you have it. The entertainment mashup, breaking the big news in entertainment. Steven Spielberg to stop directing films in order to become an astronaut. Thanks again for your time today, Steven. Thank you, Tom. Thank you very much for that. Well, that about does it for our first episode here on the Entertainment Mashup. Hope you enjoyed the show. We know our first one was a little bit rough around the edges. Hopefully we'll just continue to make the shows better as we go along. If there's anything you'd like us to cover, anything you'd like more or less of, any suggestions, or if you just want to tell us how much we suck, then you can email us on jhinton at bigpond.net.au. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll leave you with a little bit of Ferris Bueller. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it.